Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending February 2nd, 2024. I'm Sophie Antel-Joubert, and I'm joined today by my colleague and friend, Alex Kuzli, investment strategist for Russell Investments in Australia. Alex, it's a pleasure to see you. How are you? I'm doing great, Sophie. How are you? Very good. I am really looking forward to chatting with you and getting to pick your brain on three topics in particular. One around the Fed and Bank of England, the second one around U.S. earnings, and the third China outlook, especially with respect to some of the data that we got out of there this week. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Terrific. All right. Well, starting at the top, we've had two big um, Federal Reserve and Bank of England meetings this week. What are those telling us about the direction that central banks are planning to take with interest rates, especially the Fed, I guess? Yeah, sure. So I think the big picture is that we've seen central banks at the top of their interest rates. So their interest rates have peaked for both the Fed and the Bank of England. For the Fed, they did push back a little bit on the March cut. So the market had really been starting to move towards the idea that the Fed will start cutting beginning in March. And they pushed back a bit saying, you know, based on where we're seeing the economy, that's probably a little bit too early. But the most important thing is that the rates have peaked and the interest rate cuts are going to come through this year. The market is currently pricing for a full cut by May and 145 basis points of cuts throughout the year. We think that's quite reasonable in a world where there's a soft landing, so no recession. Of course, if there is a recession and we think that recession risk is still elevated, those that magnitude of cuts will be much bigger. Uh, and so that's, you know, we've been talking about government bonds still providing a pretty attractive opportunity. That still is in play even after the Fed meeting. The Bank of England, it was a fairly similar story. So interest rates have peaked. They're a bit behind though. So we think that they'll start cutting rates, but they'll be behind the Fed. And part of that is just the inflation is still a little bit higher uh, in the United Kingdom relative to the US. But it's a fairly similar story. And we also heard it from the bank, uh, the European Central Bank last week that rates have peaked and they're looking towards when they should start cutting rates. Terrific. So that's helpful to know. And you mentioned, you know, if there is a soft landing or not and recession outlook and that sort of thing. How are earnings looking at the moment? Are those giving us a clue as to where the economy is headed? So generally, like the earnings season in the US has been fairly okay. This week, we've had kind of the big end of town. So the mega cap companies have all reported. And there's two that reported on Thursday that are probably worth highlighting. So Amazon and Meta. And they both reported better than expected and were up 5 and 15% in the case of Meta after hours. So pretty strong reaction from the market. Outside of that, the other big report was New York Community Bank Corp. So if you go back, this was the bank that bought Signature Bank and they have a big commercial real estate exposure. They reported, noted they need to do more losses for that commercial real estate exposure and were down 40%. We've spoken to our underlying money managers though. And they think that this is a fairly idiosyncratic risk to NYCB and not a broader regional bank um, risk. So we're still monitoring that quite closely, but it seems fairly idiosyncratic. Outside of the US, we're very early in earnings season. So we're kind of taught 10% of companies reporting. It's been less of a, a positive story. So in Japan, we've seen decent beat rates, but some pretty big misses. Uh, and similarly in, in Europe, it's early, but it's kind of been, again, a little bit disappointing. So it sounds like something that you'll be keeping a close eye on as earnings seasons and announcements continue. Um, thinking ahead also in terms of outlook, staying on that theme, um, what about China? We had PMI data come out of China um, recently. What is your outlook there and what's your read on the region? 
Yeah, so they started with the PMIs. They were okay. Um, it was slightly better than expected in the non-manufacturing, so the services side of the economy. We're coming into Chinese New Year, so there's going to be start to be a bit of movement and also some slowdown in activity as things shut for that period. Broadly, though, the outlook for China, we think that we're probably going to see four and a half to five percent GDP growth, which in all things is a fairly decent outcome, but it really is going to rely really heavily on some more stimulus measures. We've had some headlines in the last couple of weeks about equity stimulus packages and the reserve requirement ratio being cut. These things aren't really enough to get the real economy moving. So we think that when we see the March big Politburo meeting where they announce the GDP target, if it's a number above four and a half, it really has to be accompanied by some serious stimulus measures to try and kickstart the economic growth for this year. So, you know, it, it looks like it should be okay, but we really need that stimulus to come through. All right, great. Well, thank you so much, Alex. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today, but thank you so much for, um, for joining us and for sharing your insights. And thank you for joining us. We'll be back again soon.